All right, I'm going to start by saying hello and welcome to PLO. Um, I am Madame Hurston and I am talking with Caden today. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm going to tell you to start. I'm a little bit nervous because I think I'm, af- I'm afraid of saying something wrong. I'm afraid of like insulting or like even even coming off as maybe like uneducated or I don't know what I should know. So I'm afraid that I might say something that might come off poorly or that in a way that I don't want. Or I'm even afraid, I guess, that I might say something that will reveal like maybe an unknown bias or something that I've grown up with, right? That maybe I'm not aware of. Mm-hmm. So I do want to start that, that like, I, I think people are nervous about things that they don't understand, right? Yeah. And then typically because we're afraid or nervous, we just avoid. I and then that creates distance. Usually, I usually don't avoid things like that. I just make sure I... I don't know. I ask questions if I don't know something. Yeah, well, that's the smarter way to go about it, right? I think it takes a lot of guts to ask questions because you're kind of admitting you don't know something and you have to ask. Yeah. And I think that's what people are afraid to tell you that they don't know. And so instead they just stay away. And then that just creates distance, right? And then it creates more unknown. And then we just don't understand each other. And so I think, yes, this is a great start because I get to ask questions um, and learn some more. So to start, you identify as trans. So that's transgender, meaning born one gender but identify as another. So you identify as a straight male. Yes. Can I ask, when did you start to know that something wasn't right I was like eight okay things just did not feel right anything Um, in specific that maybe someone else might relate to like things that you were feeling or experiencing or confused about I guess um, I was just confused about everything I felt very wrong like I'm supposed to be I didn't really know I was supposed to be a boy I just felt like it felt a lot more appealing yeah, you like, were drawn to it? Yeah, I just loved everything masculine. I always wore boys' clothes. and I had a very short haircut for like three years when I was seven to eight. No, not eight, nine. So like short now, how it is now? Yeah. Okay. Longer maybe, like here. So that kind of leads to my next question was like, how did you tell family and friends? Or like, how was that conversation when you wanted your hair um, cut? When I was a lot younger, they just... I don't know, I don't really remember, I just had it short, but then when I actually came out at like, when I turned 11, around there, I kind of came out, I just told my mom I wanted to look like a boy, and that I am a boy, and I got a very short haircut. And was that hard to do, was that scary? It was scary, but it felt a lot better. After? Yeah. Yeah. So when did you kind of realize, okay, so you're saying you didn't feel comfortable as a girl and you were more attracted to the, the male side of things. So then I guess you said at 11, you told your mom about a haircut and that was well received. Yeah. So that's, I mean, good because it is scary to kind of, I guess, have to, I know a lot of people struggle. That's a, a very big part is having to tell people that you love that you are someone that other than the box they're putting you in. Yeah. And you don't know how that's going to be received. I mean, I was pretty feminine as, like, a little kid. But then when I got older and 
there was really like a difference like boys avoided girls and yeah vice versa it felt very wrong like I wanted to hang out with the boys but yeah boys don't really like me much yeah I don't know yeah so it's about finding your place still um did all your family take it pretty well or did you have any struggles with anybody they took it well they accept me but the older side of my family had a very hard time remembering Mm -hmm. which I can't understand definitely like the older people don't have the best memory with that yeah, stuff in general they grew up definitely not being educated about this so it was new to them mm. but i don't know some of my grandparents they forgot they still do forget a lot but most of them are still accepting and if they mess something up they correct themselves yeah well that's good right so they they're aware at least i mean yeah because they probably have known you longer as a girl than they have as a boy oh yeah right so it's going to take some time for that to that balance to shift um what about outside the family like school and friends or anything else how is how has that been as an experience i don't really have many friends so i didn't have to come out to anyone really i think the first person i told was my best friend robin Mm -hmm. um i just said i think i'm trans and then i ran away breaking out but she's the most accepting person and I have like one other friend who doesn't go to this school mm-hmm. and never has and she's good about it and then I just any acquaintances like nobody bullies me but people do sometimes slip up and call me the wrong thing a lot and I'm excluded from a lot of like boys groups mm-hmm. friend groups because they don't see me as a real guy a lot yeah probably yeah that's an interesting struggle because you're you're trying to find your own place but then also yeah socially and within the class like trying to be accepted into again we still have those very kind of rigid groupings of yes if you're if you're not really quote-unquote a boy and you're not really quote-unquote a girl then yes you have to find your place and you have to find your people and that can definitely be um tricky I think for anyone right really um what has been the hardest part socially or like anyway with myself definitely dysphoria i look at myself and i get the worst feeling in the world it's uh really bad do you want to explain dysphoria what exactly that means yeah well Obviously, I have a female body, mm-hmm. and I would do anything to have a male body, and at this age, it's really hard, because all the boys, they immediately just have a voice drop. Like, mm-hmm. last year, their voices were hilariously high and squeaky, mm-hmm. and now they're very low, and I want that to happen for myself, mm-hmm. and it has not, and I'm very short for a boy my age, just a lot of... The physical aspects, the kind of, yeah, yeah the more masculine, I definitely get that. Yeah. Um, is there a remedy to that? Do you see that changing? I mean, we talked a little bit about how that might change. Yeah, I will be starting testosterone soon. Actually, next week it should be, but um, I'm going to be starting at a very, very low dose for four to six months. Mm-hmm. So basically, there won't be any changes for four to six months. Okay. Which... 
very disappointing. I know. Well, we have a hard time waiting for anything these days. But yes, four to six months can be a long time to wait. But yeah. I would think it hopefully would be worth it. Um, what exactly is it? Is it an injection? Yes. There are different types of testosterone, like patches, gel, and injections. Mm-hmm. I definitely like injections because they work the fastest. Right. Um, it would be either every week, every month, every two weeks, something like that. And it would make my voice drop eventually. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, there's even a possibility that I could become bald. Oh my gosh. That's... I don't really care. Well, yeah, um, that's so interesting. It huh? can't make me taller. But, yeah, anything really that a boy would go through, even like body hair, mm-hmm. um, acne, stupid stuff like that. All that, yeah, you're yeah. going to have to get the whole, the whole bag, the good and the bad. Yeah. That's good, but you're excited about it. Yes. Well, that's super exciting. Um, for anyone who might be looking into this what's the process been to get to this has it been oh well i was told a few years ago well not a few years ago a couple years ago that i would have to be like 16 maybe 15 to be able to get testosterone and now i'm 13 i'm going to be getting it next week but it is a very long process Mm -hmm. if you're a lot younger then there's definitely more waiting more blood tests more consent forms a lot of a lot more appointments mm-hmm. that an older person wouldn't get. But if you're like an older teenager, 20s or 30s or even older than that, it's probably a lot easier mm-hmm. because you can just get testosterone. You don't really have to worry about a lot of the younger developmental stuff. Yeah. Well, because, you know, female or male, your body at this age is going through so many hormonal changes to begin with, right? So it's a tricky business. It's a lot of chemicals and stuff. So I get that. But I do get the frustration with having to wait so long. Yeah. And, you know, paperwork and appointments are always a pain in the butt. Like half of the lowest dose. Yeah. And for an older person, you just jump right in. Get a higher dose and then you could get surgeries barely any stuff but if you're younger you usually get more coverage for mm. those things like okay so there's a, a benefit there in some ways yeah okay great that's good to know um has there been an easiest part um i don't know not really yeah um what do you wish people knew about trans Um, a lot of things it's really hard and you need to be understanding sometimes like a lot of people just think it doesn't matter like I slipped up who cares it's just it's just a name it's just a word whatever Mm -hmm. but it's really hard to get over that like people are perceiving you as something that you would do anything not to be Mm -hmm. it's very hard so if I get upset by that just people aren't usually very understanding of it unless they're my parents yeah I get that because it kind of feels like they're they're not they're not taking the time to to choose their words they're not taking the time to know you and understand that that's part of your identity right because yes if someone were to all of a sudden call me sir and I'm it would make me stop for a minute like whoa what because that's not who I am so I definitely get how that can 
can shake you and can kind of feel hurtful, even though it might be a mistake. I can see how it can hurt still because yeah, yeah that's, that's not who you are currently and that's not who you want to be. Um, <clears throat> is there any advice that you would give to anybody who's maybe struggling with maybe just figuring out who they are, whether they're, you know, trans, gay, lesbian, bi, um, or if, or if anybody knows or suspects maybe that someone is struggling with that, is there any advice you could give to people on maybe how to support people or what yeah. would you have liked to have seen or what have you been grateful to have received in that sense? Um, I think if you're questioning stuff like that, you can just take your time and figure it out, but also make sure like you're talking to doctors about stuff just in case you... Like, if you are thinking you want hormones or tough surgery or anything like that, just tell your doctors about that so if sometime in the future you do want that, you don't regret not asking for it earlier. Yeah. Because then they have the time to process all the requests and just get things dealt with. So you can still reverse that, but you have options if you need them. And, yeah, just tell people if you're thinking about... I don't know, even just cutting your hair. Just yeah. tell people I might be more comfortable with this or try out different pronouns. Just try things. Yeah, I think that's great advice. I think you're just, yeah, it can't hurt to put out feelers and kind of start talking about it, making it common, and you're right. You can go back if it's not for you or, or if you, you know, you were kind of guided in a way that maybe doesn't fit. Um, I think, yeah, there's no harm in planning. And because you said, too, things can take so long in processes. And, you know, if it's something you're thinking about, it can't hurt to get the jump on that. Um, because if it is something that you want to pursue, then at least you've got the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, I think that's great advice. Yeah. Um, if you're, like, someone else and you think your friend or family member or whatever... Um, if you think there's something up, like they're questioning something, mm -hmm. you can ask, like, would you like me to use different pronouns? What can I do to, like, make you comfortable? But don't be, like, extremely, like, I am here for you. Yeah, like, I will I fix your problems. Your <laughs> yes. I will tell everyone, like, I will correct everyone if they somehow use the wrong pronoun. Like, that's a good thing to do. But you don't need to be extremely, like, making a big deal out of someone's identity. Yeah, yeah, and I get that, too. I think that's good advice. Yeah, just let them know that you're there to help and you're open to whatever they need, but it doesn't need to be a whole production. Um, oh, here's a question. So <clears throat> I know that you had mentioned, too, online you do get kind of a lot of negativity from, you know, obviously strangers and people who don't know yeah. what they're talking about, um, and it's easy to do that online behind a screen. So because it, you know, a lot of this stuff is new to us, gender identity and sexuality and all of that stuff, there are people who are still fearful, there are people still, who are still negative and hateful. Um, and we have talked about how ultimately it has nothing to do with you and it has more to do with that person. But my question is, do you ever worry that you'll get kind of swept away in all of the negativity associated with trans within society? Or do you feel some excitement to really get to start a life the way you want to start it. Both. Yeah. Actually, a few months ago, I was supporting some of the most negative trans YouTubers, 
And they're trans themselves, mm-hmm. but they're like, this identity is wrong. There's one thing you can do to be trans, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I actually believed what they were saying. And I didn't really tell other people, like, this is right, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. I just supported it. Uh, I regret that. But it's also, <laughs> it's a good thing to be in the community. Like, it's a nice community most of the time. And I'm just happy to be myself and have a few other people who can mostly relate to the experience of being trans. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, like you said, there's both, so it's just a choice if you're going to spend your time and focus on the people who are, you know, throwing hate, or if you're going to, like you said, dive into a community that is there to support you and love you and guide you. Um, and I, I do think it is a, a bigger community than people might think yeah right? <laughs> like and I think that's that's going to come to light too that not everybody is just black and white and fits in these boxes yeah. and so I think these conversations are really important um do you see high school as kind of being an opportunity for a new start oh that has been very hard um there are a lot of people who will be at the high school I'm going to who know who knew me before Mm -hmm. and some of them I don't think know that I'm trans so if they see my face they'll think not Mm Caden they will not think the right things and that is scary but there are also people who do know most of them Um, and there will also be new people who don't know me at all Mm -hmm. but I think that if testosterone has had the time to really work and I've noticed changes, mm-hmm. high school can be a lot easier because people will see me, they'll remember who I was, but they'll also be like, oh, well, you clearly look and sound like a boy, so, mm-hmm. okay. That's- yeah, and I read, you know, that people remember most what is most recent. Yeah. So if they're seeing you every day in your current, you know, identity as a male, then that's just going to, that's what's going to be what sticks. Yeah. Right? Um, but I, I think... Ultimately, yes, people might not recognize you to start, but that will be so fleeting because what's really going to matter is their relationship with you day to day, right? Are you a kind person? Do they have fun hanging out with you? Are you, you know, someone that they like to have, you know, in their class and in their friend group? It's, it's really when we get down to our friends, we don't ultimately when they're our friends, it doesn't matter if they're a male or a female, they're our friends, right? And I think that's kind of what like I said, it will be an initial maybe focus or shock, but it, I think it passes pretty quickly. It's important to us for a little bit, and then we really are more interested in, is this person my friend? Yeah. Right? Um, is there anything else that you maybe wanted to add or share about your experience or any advice to anyone? I don't know. Not really. It's just hard sometimes. There are also some good things. Like, I have a full community of people who are very similar. And I have a few friends who definitely support me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're closer with me because I know I can trust them with anything like that. Yeah. Can I ask, is there any kind of, like, a ritual that is done to say goodbye to your past self? Like, are you at peace with who you were or is it something that really is prickly to you and you don't even like to think about it or is it something that you're kind of you're kind towards that person because they got you to where you are and it was tough or is it just something that you really 
you don't like to think about? I don't like to think about it. It makes me very upset a lot of the time. So I usually just avoid, oh, I just avoid looking at photos or anything. And I don't know, I hate hearing like any of that from before. Do you think that will change that you'd ever be able to put a positive spin on that person and what they went through and give them that kind of grace for their struggle and, and that? Or do you think it's just know. something you'd rather just, I just move don't away like from? It. It's, I don't know. I'm still going through a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I just, I don't know, even knowing that other people knew me before, that really bugs me. Like, what if they still see me like that? It's yeah. not good. I get that. And I can kind of relate to that in the sense of like, even when I've screwed up big time, I just don't want anyone to know. And then you think that's all that they think about and that's all that they know. But then, like I said, I try to remind myself that people remember what is most recent. And so if I come out again, being my best person, then they're not really gonna hang on to that more than, you know, who I am on a day-to-day basis. Um, Well, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. I think I learned a lot. And it's like I said, I think talking about it and asking questions is the first step because if we don't, then we start to distance ourselves. It's better to learn than to just ignore everything. Yeah, yes, because we're all different and we want to let everybody know that it's okay to be different and that, you know, there are so many communities out there and there are so many different kinds of people. And as I say, we want all the crayons in the box. We don't want just, you know, one or two colors. The, The more... The more colors, the more combinations, the more beautiful the world. So thank you so much. And um, hopefully this starts some good conversations for other people. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you.